Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. I gotta get my giggles out. Okay. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Zenkai Boost. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. Max Newland, you said yet again. Are, are you getting tired? Um, no, it's just like yet again. Here we are. Like, like one more. You thought you could keep us down. One more I in the bank. I never left. I scratch one more tally mark into the, the wall of my office. Where I'm trapped until we finish this. <laughs> this is one of those uh, one of those weird reality shows where they trap you in a spot and you have to win sweepstakes to survive. Did y'all see that? I did. It's real. Hey, everybody! If you've never heard of this, go look it up because it's crazier than you think. It's way crazier. But also, the okay. So this is the the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Or as Bandai wants me to call it, Dragon Balls Kai, and I will never. We do have to stop and talk <laughs> about this. There's, there's a video game out. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's what it's called. Uh, Bandai Namco has has started an ugly lie that it is called Dragon Ball Fighters, which would mean that the show we all watch is called Dragon Balls with a Z. Dragon 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 Balls. Dragon Balls Kai. The Z makes it extreme and marketable to teenagers. (laughs) Was this like the beginning of putting a Z on it to make it cool for teens? We do need to do some history there, because if Dragon Ball (laughs) is the first one to do that, that's a big deal. To to make history cool for teens. Dragon Ball Z, the history of Goku, um, chapter 28. Fuck, what's the episode called? Countdown to Battle Begins. Enter. Can I just say, the constantly changing vocal track of the opening uh, i feel like i'm on a roller coaster actually <laughs> i i've started to question all of reality at this point um i think on their end they understand what was going on and we're just like is, is this better and every time they're sort of offering it to us like maybe this time it won't be it, as bad it reminds me it reminds me of another show that did a really weird thing with its opening where hunter hunter used the exact same music for the entire series while changing the lyrics and animation. Um, but that somehow being reminded of, of, a, of, a, of another weird opening that is still better just makes this one even more painful. Can I say that at times Vic Mignogna's singing voice sounds a little bit like he's using the Ed Elric voice to do the song? That's canon. This, now. this is actually just this is actually just Edward Elric singing along. Well, everybody was like, "What's that fool up to after after he gets his arm and leg back and his brother's body back?" He turns out he got into um, he works at Funimation now. He's a producer. Well, he, over at there's Funimation. a lot of time on the couch, is what I'm saying. And he watched a lot of anime. 
he missed a lot of TV while he was on his journey to save a mistress. So he's like, I gotta save, I gotta cobble this show back together. Um, this is the episode um where some shit goes really crazy, and I'm glad you've joined us today. This is a good one, uh, but. It starts pretty normal with um, Krillin and Gohan, and they're resting up on their way to the Grand Elder. Stopping for a snack. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good camping. You don't want to run out of energy <laughs> while you're out there in the wilderness. Um, so they blast off at full speed. They're like, "Fuck it, we can." Yeah, we can floor Krillin it. says. Krillin says they need to pick up the pace, and it's probably fine. Uh, he thinks, you know, they're far enough away now. The Vegeta is not even going to notice the spike in their power, so there's no, there is no need to to really worry about it at all. He's, it, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. They're and fine. then one yeah. second later, <laughs> uh, Vegeta senses that immediately. Krillin has proved wrong as hell. I do like here. This is a fun moment where Vegeta does take one of the Dragon Balls with him. Oh yes, uh, I smart. love kind of smart. Yeah, smart. I love that he plans for Bulma to be way more helpful than she would ever be. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. He, he's thinking specifically of her and not of like Frieza. At this point, we could have cut to the filler where she's underwater trying to to get the Dragon Ball she lost, <laughs> <laughs> just screaming, um, <laughs> fighting her crap. Uh, when uh, I would when um, when Gohan and Krillin take off at full power to to. To you know, get there as fast as they can. Krillin knows mm-hmm. that that this this rate they should only be an hour away from the Grand Elder. An hour? Yeah. If we go back to earlier episodes, I guarantee those that timing is not Jesus. Gonna work out. Like so, like when we're we're watching them through this episode on their way there and being then eventually Vegeta in hot pursuit. This happens over the course of an hour. Do you think they make, uh, I mean, we see a little bit of it, but how much small talk do you think happens, and how much is just sort of silently flying together through the air? <laughs> like Krillin and Gohan are driving separate cars right next to each other all the way to the Grand Elder's place. <laughs> they said goodbye and just went. They both just left in the same direction, yes, Blaine, for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Vegeta's immediately wise to it. He is like, why are they running off that way? Uh, but before we figure out what happens uh, when these star-crossed lovers um, meet, we're checking in with Goku real quick. This scene is wild. The, okay, so so everybody's like, what's up with Goku? What's that guy up to? What's that fool doing? Finally. He's, we're officially at 100 Gs. Yeah, and he's just ticked off his 10,000th single-arm handstand push-up. The, and he's the like, fastest that feels way to good. get strong. <laughs> the capsule is practically destroyed. He has seriously yes. fucked up the inside of this ship. And can I say, uh, it's a, the gravity is 100 G's right now, and his clothes and hair look perfectly normal. <laughs> also, his clothes are messed up, though, and I, I assume we're going to address this in a further episode, but does he have spares with him? He must. He has to. He has to. It would be pretty crazy if he took a seven day trip with no change of clothes. Now, he is mentally about 14 years old. So. It would make the end of this scene really weird if he did not bring spare clean clothes. (laughs) That's true. Okay, that's a good point. (laughs) So, on the way there, he decides he's. This is it. He's done enough training. Time to rest. How many push ups? How many 100 push ups? And did he do the other side? 
I mean, I'm, well, a, I'm we, assuming he we, did ten thousand with both with both. No, hands. he only did he only did him with the right arm, but he masturbates with his left arm, so it's like it evens out. Max, what? Uh, this is a kid show. Oh, sorry, I forgot about all the kids listening. Just skip past that part. I'll tell you about it when you're older. I mean, real talk, real talk. Kids. I don't think that Goku even knows what that is. That's actually a fair point. Yeah. Goku barely can comprehend the idea of an erection. Okay, yeah, so we go anyway. It's a fancy name for okay. a building, Blaine. Uh, is it just me, or is he kind of off model in a lot of these shots? I His didn't body notice. Changes shape. Yeah, he changes shape pretty it's... dramatically over the course of these next few frames because it's cobbled together from. Oh, I did episodes. notice. Yeah, when he changes the gravity back, which is what he does, he's like, "Okay, time to set it. You know, go from one hundred to, to one right away, uh, and um, then immediately dies from the bends. It, <laughs> he explodes. It, yeah, it makes no sense because he the, the the thing we see has two buttons. It's got an up button and a down button. And then when he goes to touch it, he's hitting all kinds of buttons. Like, I, I mean, I don't think he's smart enough to handle this machine. I mean, apparently he is able to handle a more complicated machine than you give him credit for, Blaine. Well, no, no, no. Uh, here's what I think is going on. See, Dr. Briefs installed a little camera there. <laughs> and he, he monitors <laughs> Goku. And depending on what he's trying to do... Dr. Briefs remotely controls the spaceship. Yes, that's exactly it. Because he realizes it. that he's given this machine to a man with the mental age. All uh, those buttons do nothing. Yeah, yeah, they're fixed yes. buttons for the plus and down. <laughs> they just light up. That's all they do. Yeah. When you press them, they light up. Some of them make farm an yes! animal noises. <laughs> Um, so, so he's very fast now. He's like, he, he tests he can basically speed teleport out. is what it seems like. Because he throws a piece of the floor to himself, catches it, and then crushes it. Which is rad. Uh, and cool. he feels now also tough enough that he could probably do uh, up to ten times Kaioken. Which is oh, and wild. by the way, he's he's like very like bouncy now. He is he's a super, very bouncy man. He, he is Looney Tunes level stoked about about his new like <laughs> his it, how how easy one G is now. Uh, like floating, he floats through the air. Um. He notes he feels as agile as a jellyfish, <laughs> and specifically swims, a jellyfish. Pantomimes was swimming through the water. Mm. Uh, and uh, at one point he he bounces across the ground on his head, like on the top of his head. Like on, He's very excited his about skull. his new ability. I don't, as far as I can tell, it doesn't have any effect on his hair at all. <laughs> Nothing does. <laughs> so he realizes that he smells very bad. Oh, that he's absolutely uh, fucking rank. He, he smells terrible after all of this, so he goes and takes a bath, and he's still, like, really peppy. He, I mean, just, this like, is pretty exciting. Uh, he did just, you know, go from 100 times gravity to 1 times gravity, so he's probably feeling pretty good. His organs aren't threatening to drop out the bottom of him anymore. <laughs> His bones are are in the correct place, and there's no, like, it's not weird. My bones uh, feel did... great! <laughs> One of those famous <laughs> Goku lines. Did you guys... I was taken aback by the size of the refrigerator that Dr. Briefs put in this kitchen. I mean, did y'all notice this? We know how much Goku eats, so... <laughs> Okay, and now we're getting to something that's going to change the canon. 
entirely. So he reaches in for a drink, and I know everyone has a million questions about what what Goku so pulls many. out. So many. Goku pulls out a can, and it says beer. That's it. That's all it says. It just says beer on it. Beer um, on it. That's Kroger brand. <laughs> uh, and he is initially very happy, but then he notes mm, too bitter. <laughs> And we have to talk about this. We got to stop so, for a second. Yes, there's a lot of questions here. What does that so, mean? I guess Goku's not an IPA guy. No. Yeah, the big question is is it too bitter for right now, here post training and post bath time? Or is it too bitter in general and Goku does not drink beer? <laughs> so he's supposed to be like kind of a country bumpkin, right? Is that, yeah. does that go along with that stereotype? Which, if we're going Drinking by stereotypes beer? here, he should love generic beer. Or maybe he prefers moonshine. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, maybe Goku prefers moonshine. Goku doesn't drink anything less than, I want to say, 70% ABV. <laughs> it doesn't affect it. He, 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 gauges, it. Blood. he gauges it by the power level of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. This beer's power level is very low. Um, supposedly, he grabs the more appropriate drink, uh, which <laughs> is another can that is just legendary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He refers to it as Dr. Brief's specialty formulated sports drink. <laughs> that is all not what says, the can says. <laughs> all the can says in all capital letters is sport drink. What if it's just, just water? Just one. The problem is which sport? <laughs> <laughs> no, Goku, that's a tennis drink. Don't do it. <laughs> what if Goku, you just played squash. Don't drink that. What if at the time it was like when they were making the show, they were approached by like Gatorade and like Powerade, a bunch of different companies. They're like, we want you to put our brand in your show. And he was like, no, we'll put in no brand. Toriyama says, no, I will not. So he drinks. He, so he basically he drinks his fucking sports. He drink. basically chugs a Gatorade and then goes to sleep. <laughs> That's is that healthy? Are you supposed to do that? I don't. Probably not. I mean, to gain muscle. It's got sport fuel in it, right? Like it's got some. It's got electrolytes, fuel yeah. In there. <laughs> and I know what those are. They're electric, and they give you power. Ew, it's like mm -hmm. concentrated protein and milk. I think they do one of those actually. Oh. I think Gatorade actually does one of those yes, like protein they do. drinks. So gels. does Monster Energy Drink. You can get protein. That's fucking it's weird, guys. So that is weird. Um, are we ready to move on from Goku? Yeah, yeah. I, this was an amazing scene and one of my favorite <laughs> thing that ever happens in the show. But I think it's time for us to move on. But before we do, suddenly the narrator cuts in and makes me think <laughs> the episode is ending after like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't even been the middle part yet. We haven't even gotten the da 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 yet. That was know? a really good version that you did of it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Get that um, as my ringtone. All right. So they are. Uh, it's it's Gohan and Krillin. They're speeding towards the elder. It's during their power. And Krillin out. is, is doubting warning. Gohan quite a lot here. Uh oh. Where's where's that where's that blind optimism from last week, Krillin? Well, it's he is totally also gone. being kind of smart here by saying the best plan is let's just keep waiting for Goku. Yes. <laughs> Generally, that's Stall. pretty much always the plan. Do you appreciate the flashback we got for a split second watching Zarbon get his chest uh, blown out? That mm -hmm. was nice. Yeah. 
Uh, he is also on his way, by the way, Vegeta. Speaking of Vegeta, Uh-oh. he's on his way. And really fast, um, if you think about it. He's super fast. He's blazing. Um, the boys spot the mountain in the distance, and Krillin's like, all right, we're almost there. Vegeta is pretty much right here, though. Yeah, they sense him. And then, yeah, Krillin uh, senses Krillin and then Gohan both sense him. And apologies to you guys, because I fucking love the music in this scene and i'm so sorry you guys don't get it well we got braveheart the strong which is like the one good song from the dragon ball z kai original soundtrack it's pretty good it's it's like it's it feels very tense and driving Mm -hmm. you know but it's it's high quality i like that vegeta arrives and then matches the tone this epic music is sent by blasting past krillin turning back a little and going "Hey." hey (laughs) <laughs> he's also smoking like the fucking DeLorean yeah <laughs> is this something we see later on does going this fast make them smoke no yeah I, it's friction I don't, buddy. I don't think that it usually does I th- which I I guess I think Vegeta found a way to do this on purpose Vegeta has a very particular style uh, that he also displays in this scene. He was uh, smoking on the way, is what I think <laughs> actually happened. He keeps, he keeps, he keeps very tiny, like miniature smoke bombs, like in inside his inside <laughs> his tucked u- inside the nooks and in, in his uniform. Yeah, but but doesn't he also do like these power pulses? As he's like, yes, that's what and, I was talking about and earlier. Does yeah, he, this is weird. Does he float walk to Krillin? Because <laughs> don't we see like him take leg steps, right? Pretty much. So Vegeta yeah. is a very dramatic man. Uh, we know this already, uh, <laughs> and and he sort of so he demands the Dragon Ball from Krillin. And as Blaine says, y- you see like his foot move a little bit, and there's like a flash off of it. <laughs> and as he's as he keeps demanding the Dragon Ball, and Krillin keeps lying, even though Vegeta's like, I know you you don't lie, please. I know you have it. And Krillin's <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, this is all intercut, by the way, with Gohan, who fled the scene so he could go get to the Grand Elder. He's getting that juice. He's getting <laughs> juiced by the big man. Wow. Um, so he, Vegeta notices that Gohan, or rather that Krillin is very preoccupied looking at the Grand Elder's place, and he assumes that's where the Dragon Ball is hidden. Vegeta gets so much wrong about this one building. Oh, yes. oh boy. <laughs> Vegeta's wrong a lot. All his his hot streak is officially over in this episode. He speeds off towards the building. Nail and Gohan are like, "Oh shit. Uh can you step on it please, Grand Elder?" Oh, when when uh when Vegeta takes off towards uh the Grand Elder's house, it sa- sounds a whole lot like Krillin says, "God damn it." <laughs> oh. <laughs> appropriate uh he arrives this all of this happens fairly quickly we should say yeah a bunch of stuff happens a bunch of stuff happens vegeta arrives and nail steps out and is kind of like hey um can you leave vegeta (laughs) says what if i don't (laughs) cool like literally that's those are his words what if i don't Gohan's like listen no disrespect we we really gotta we really gotta move it along (laughs) (laughs) And the Grand Elder actually just smiles and nods and then juices him up. Um, and, and it's a very significant power level increase. Vegeta assumes that what he senses is Goku. So this is a very significant boost for Gohan. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's a really classic fake out. 
Uh, and then, of course, when Gohan steps out and Vegeta is is first, he's he's like, what the fuck? And then he starts laughing. Oh, and also, this is when the Grand Elder says that a staggering power is on the way to the planet. Oh, yes. Yes. So Vegeta has learned that Gohan is much stronger. He's still not strong enough. And something huge is coming. Uh, Can we, as this is happening, just point out how we just get a huge 180 on like Vegeta's personality for this like this segment? You don't ever... Oh, yeah. This is really fun. Once Vegeta realizes what's going on. He's really cooled his head a little a lot. Like his entire plan just pretty much are like, all right, they're they they have a very strong chance of failing. We don't hurry up. We, oh, we yeah, also get another really fun moment that uh we got previously, which was when uh Vegeta slowly counted the Dragon Balls. <laughs> we once again get, get him counting the power the like the distinct powers that he can <laughs> Uh, detect oh, but yes. he does count it out loud he's like one two three four five it's so like he's the, the first one force. to realize what's happening here everybody else thinks it's go goku and then he goes oh, oh shit when he realizes there are five powers on on the way uh he flips out <laughs> he's like i gotta get immortal now so this is in this is interesting how quickly he he chooses to work with them instead of like just immediately killing all of them. Yeah. He's like, he's very legitimately freaked out here. Like he acknowledges like in front of all of them flat out that all that the, they, that the Guinea force are stronger than him. Every single one, one of them is stronger than him. Yeah. That's wild. And this makes them seem a lot scarier than I remembered them seeing seeming when I was watching this show at the very beginning, like when I was a kid. You know what I mean? There's something about it. It didn't feel like they were ever that big of a threat until but they started this episode, doing their dark yeah, work. I was I'm a little afraid of the Ginyu Force right now. He actually he swears uh he won't lay a hand on any of them if they just cooperate and give him the Dragon Balls. And make him immortal. He tries really hard to persuade them. Like and Krillin, like, Krillin is resisting it, but even Nail, uh, the defender of the Grand Elder, is like, that's that might actually be your only chance, guys. I do love here that um, Krillin is like, well, why not Gohan? Why don't we make Gohan immortal? And Vegeta shuts <laughs> Vegeta that down that so five. fast. He's like, why don't we make a ladybug immortal, dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> moron uh he gets really impatient they decide they're gonna just do it uh because nail reveals that the namek dragon balls grant three wishes a point krillin has to have clarified for him <laughs> more times than i'm comfortable he with. takes a very very long time to process that also this is why the dragon balls are bigger right can we agree on that there's more wishes in them yeah yes. exactly there's more more wish wish juice. Power. they contain more of that good good wish juice yeah, yes. sloshing around in there. This this revelation is good enough for Krillin to decide that an immortal Vegeta is something everybody can deal with. Yes, th th this is going to be fine. He's totally going to keep his promise. He even is like, you got, you're going to keep your promise, right? <laughs> okay, that's how cool. you can tell it's real. That's how you know he's going to keep his promises because he says he's going to keep his promise. So, so uh, with and with that, Vegeta has effectively joined. Uh, Team Earth. I actually like this, uh, how this turn happens in Kai a lot better. It feels smooth. What, what, and, what do you uh, think was the difference? 
I don't know, probably just that it was faster. Like, it was just it more condensed. It really puts a sense of urgency on what is going to happen. There's a, there's a lot less wheel spinning. That, uh, yes, exactly. Like, we've, we're, we're over 30 episodes of content excised uh, 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 getting to this point. Um, That's so much. Jesus, pleases. Um, so there are, so we cut really quickly. Oh, uh, Nail says he wants to stay with the Grand Elder, and Grand Elder's like, go kick ass, bud. Real quick, I do want to note here, the Grand Elder calls his own body decrepit. <laughs> just thought, just it, I just struck out, it stuck out to me, it was weird. Uh... So Nail gets the okay to go fight, but uh, we check in with Space again real quick. Space is out there doing fine. Um, there's five pods heading towards Namek, and they all blast down in and formation here we as Frieza go. watches. They so they they, they create an, an absolutely enormous explosion. Do does that happen every time that they land? <laughs> Is that normal? They, yeah. These, anywhere That's they the go. First the salvo. pods can ha- take a lot of damage, I guess. They can take a lot of force. And we forgot Bulma, That's I think. The, oh, shit. Oh, man, we forgot That's Bulma. That's okay. Everyone Aww. tends to. So. Uh, so she has tied the Dragon Ball to her ankle to keep it safe. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that joke. And she's reading a magazine. Um, a swimsuit and lamenting magazine of all things. A swimsuit yeah. magazine. <laughs> That's all she brought with her. I need something to read. And she laments, why do bad things happen to good people? What a philosophical show this is. (laughs) Really a lot of hard thinking. And then she falls over because Krillin has arrived and he has grabbed the ball before untying it. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't have time to explain. Here's the ball, Vegeta. And then they both blast off. And then Gohan touches down for a second and blasts off. And Bulma has no idea what's happening. Does she break the fourth wall? Because she, like, turns to us about it. (laughs) She she totally Jim from the office into the camera. Yeah. Um, she She does scream after them. Way after they've left, they're probably miles away, and she screams into the like into the ether, I won't be ignored. <laughs> she's kind of starting to unravel a little bit. Can you blame her? No, I can't. This is and, and she's only yelling and upset about being left out of the loop. She barely, barely even realizes Vegeta was there. <laughs> when she does, though, she's very mortified. So uh, let's go real real quick. Let's go back because when the pods, when the Gideon Force pods set down, uh, Frieza, who is observing, notes that it was theatrical as always and says, mm. let oh, the pageant begin. <laughs> he does say let the pageant begin. You, I kind of have, forgot about you that. You have no idea. And we are about to see some pageantry. Everyone, everyone, take a moment. Take a breath. Get ready, because this is some good stuff that's about to happen. I hope you're sitting down. I hope you're comfortable. I hope you're sitting down. Have a drink. So we look at the pods. They've landed. And the the fucking doors, like, slowly open. And the song begins. Not not just yet. (laughs) Not just yet. First of all, we get a a glimpse of some gnarly visages. There's a a green boy (laughs) with a bunch of eyeballs. There's a blue guy. Red Um, guy with long white hair. Big, big, big guy who just looks like a normal man, but large. <laughs> and, a, and a purple man. Who is uh, the devil. <laughs> who is the devil. He is just the devil. That's all he is. 
Um, and I'd like to say thank you for sticking with us for 28 episodes of Zenkai Boost. The show is called Ginyu Force Rules now. <laughs> and I'm going to need all of you to get with it. Um, the theme song starts playing for the Ginyu Force. How would you guys describe this music? Uh, it's, it's so good. Amazing. <laughs> it's really good. It's, 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 it's changing. It's, it's very... It's <laughs> inspirational it's like someone like came up with like a, a jingle and was like just put this on repeat poetic it's their power rangers theme song is what it is <laughs> i am words. actually going to play a little bit of it uh underneath like in, yes please in, in, right now <laughs> Because the the joke the joke was that they're a, the joke was that they're a Sentai squad like the Power Rangers and so this this theme song evokes that in a in a, in a little way. It yeah, does they're also really well. the universe's most feared bounty hunters and paramilitary force. Exactly, Each one more powerful than Vegeta. <laughs> so they all introduce themselves. I wrote down the things they say as they introduce themselves. I hope you all will humor me, please. By um, all means, as the as. I like as the theme song plays. I like to imagine that this theme song is actually playing, and that one yes. of them is responsible for like setting up the boombox and like. That's what that case they have on the ground was. Yeah, it's the boombox. Jace brought what it out. What if we took the Power Rangers? Job. And then we took the Ginyu Force, and we took their themes, and we swapped them, and then watched each. Oh show. shit. <laughs> So they introduce themselves. The the lyrics to this theme song are the three words Ginyu Force rules repeated over and over again. That's the whole song. Like, That's the whole song. Um, so Ginyu first Force. is Raccoon. He does a pose and he shouts, I'm Raccoon. Good Raccoon voice. Raccoon is the big man. Uh, then the blue guy does kind of like a yoga pose and shouts, I am Birder. And yeah, they are all doing poses as they claim their names. So the orange guy with the glam rock hair does like a big whip with his with his long glorious white locks. He whips his hair back and forth, and he yells very quickly, "I'm Jace." And as far as I can tell, uh, uh, I, he's no longer Australian. No, he's not Australian anymore, which no. sucks. I'm probably the only one who's gonna be the one that misses it because in high school, one of like those little inside jokes me and friend, my friends had is we'd always go up to each other, like in band class, and go up to each other and go, and I'm Jace, and then walk off. <laughs> that's a good, just, yeah. That that kind of, that that's the whole joke in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole joke. I'm J He's Jace. Uh, and also the little man with the, gr with the green skin and the eyes all over him just shouts, Goldo! Really <laughs> he's he's that one guy on. in every squad who yells his name like that, yeah. And so then we see the man in the center, the lights come up, and it's revealed that he's facing away from the camera. The camera <laughs> zooms into his butt. He bends downward, hinges at the hips, and looks at us through his splayed legs, which are more than shoulder length apart, what by the way. What power play! Yeah. His butt in the air, and then he shouts, Ginyu. <laughs> And then, which the we know that that's his name, but if we didn't, he might just be yelling the name of his squad. And then the Ginyu Force rules plays a few more times triumphantly. They are framed by roses. 
and then the anime music, as hell the music all stops and they're just standing there on Frieza's ship and it's they such a great thing. thing that they move into the wide and, shot uh, and show you, them all you, standing you there you guys I want to note real quick um they are the, all of them are uh named the <laughs> Based on oh yes, we we do have to talk about this. Their names are um, puns derived from dairy products. What? And Ginyu means dairy. D- oh my Ginyu, gosh! Ginyu the is dairy derived, squad. Ginyu is derived from the Japanese word for milk. Uh, it is. is oh butter. Jace, Jace is fr- uh, derived from cheese. Raccoon from cream, okay. and Goldo from He's... yogurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. That is so great. And what's funny about this to me is that some of them are like just the word and some of them are like fucking anagrams for some reason. <laughs> like Rakum is an anagram of the word for cream. And but Ginyu is just Ginyu and Ginyu just means dairy. Some are more subtle than others. <laughs> uh so so Frieza gets a little bit so I don't want to know how y'all interpret what happens what Frieza's reaction is to it because it could be that he gets kind of a douche chill off of this bizarre I, thing that he just witnessed he looks, he looks embarrassed to be there to he me blushes. Like he blushes he, he does blushes. blush he knows what they are they've been established he has the power to tell them to knock that shit off he enjoys it <laughs> that is true <laughs> he is their boss yeah, he does he is their boss. He has contract. So are they working like contract? Is that what this shit I is? I think one of them came up to him and was like, we have this idea. Hear us out. They did it. And he <laughs> just went, I like it. Go forth. Like they never ask for a raise. Go this forth. is all they want. So you know what? Just going to let him be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's basic. Oh, so Frieza says, my, what an entrance. <laughs> Uh, and that's basically the end I of the love episode. The, I just love the this empty space for a minute. What, like there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just see a, like zoomed out them posing and him just sitting there staring at them with no sound. <laughs> just, just it's the wind. The wind is. Pl- you hear the wind sort of sk- skim the distance. <laughs> so I like how we've been like the build up to them. We have I think one or two episodes where it's like we know they're coming. We have an episode where in this episode we watch Vegeta like lose his cool demeanor about this, and then this is how we get introduced. This is the punchline to a really good joke that Toriyama wrote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this whole episode is basically a three panel comic <laughs> uh made by a Akira Toriyama. Well it also it's gonna serve a great purpose of really underplaying them for us so that when we see them go against the um the team earth we're gonna see just how strong they are because like, it breaks our guard down as the narrator comes in because the episode is drawing to a close here uh the narrator actually suggests that vegeta's account of the ginyu squad's strength might be a ploy to dupe krillin and gohan out of the dragon balls which is absolutely fucking bananas that the narr- but it's also given if i had never seen the rest of dragon ball z and i had just watched what just happened now i might yeah it. <laughs> so that's uh that's that uh preview indicates that the Ginyu Force is going to get into their... uh, They're going to do what they get paid to do. Here's my big question, everybody. 
is this Ginyu Force introduction, this incredible, magnificent thing we just all witnessed, is this better than Frieza destroying Zarbon? You mean Vegeta? Do you mean Vegeta, Vegeta destroying yes. Zarbon? Zar 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 Zarbon getting fisted? Yes, Zarbon gets fisted. Guys, can you, I got three words for you. Ginyu Force rules. <laughs> Ginyu Force rules. Ginyu Force rules. <laughs> the votes are in. Ladies and gentlemen, the votes are in. You're the 46th president. Ginyu Force rules. <laughs> One by right in. I'm gonna start graffitiing Ginyu Force rules everywhere I can. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I had an idea, and I'm gonna tuck this one away. Oh, oh, you don't tease us like that, Blaine. Uh, no, it's okay. Just, just, I think he's got just some pranks on the mind. Saga. All right. So, uh, episode 28 of Kai. <laughs> yes. Uh, episode 28 of Kai ends in the same place as episode 61 of Z. Nice. By the way. Dang. Okay, we're picking up, picking up. Are, are we officially saying Ginyu Force Rules is the number one? I just want to clarify. For me, it really I is. That's the title for the episode. In okay. terms of memorable yes. moments that, that are amazing, yeah. Because we got to remember that this isn't just, I mean, this is an action show, but it's also a bit of a This comedy. is the first it's time a comedy, a comedy moment, show. I think, has taken the lead. So there we have <laughs> it, ladies and gents. Uh, there, that's, another, uh, that's another Zenkai boost in the bag. Why didn't you think of that? Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just trying some new catchphrases out, you know. Um, some, some really exciting news is that we can now accept... Um, we are the host platform that Zenkai Boost uses can now like has a tip jar built into it. So, um, we don't use Patreon and we don't use, uh, I guess we used to use coffee, but we don't have to anymore. If you feel like giving us some support, that's a great way to do it. But of course, the best way to give support is by telling your friends about Zenkai Boost or by leaving a review for Zenkai Boost on Apple podcast or Stitcher. Those are good with it. Good things you could do for us. Um, the music for the show is recorded by Friedrich Hobbitler. You can get him at Cody Game Music on YouTube and Twitch. Oh, he's something else on Twitch. I'll have to look that up. And Max, where does the, the art come from? The for our logo is made by my little sister, Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. Go check it out. All right, guys. Are you ready to be free from this prison? Let's get out of hell. Let's <laughs> get out of jail free. <laughs> Don't stop. Um, my name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. Ginyu Force rules! Ginyu Force rules. Power levels don't matter. <laughs> <laughs>